0: The Feast of Tabernacles The Spirit and the Bride Say Come by Apostle Jacqueline Fedor The new species of man, or the new generation of God's people, perhaps look on the Feast of Tabernacles a little differently than Adam's race. Part of Adam is waiting for a new temple to be constructed on God's mountain. Part understand, man was intended to be God's temple, But think of themselves as sukkahs, or temporary dwellings for God, as they are taught it is the natural way of all things, to die. But the enlightened ones know there are living stones, beautiful gems that are being constructed as one huge home, tabernacle, tent, the body of Christ. These will live forever, as his physical temple here on earth, and he will be their eternal spiritual temple. Ephesians chapter 2 verses 20 through 22 Having been built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone, in whom the whole building, being fitted together, grows into a holy temple in the Lord, in whom you also are being built together for a dwelling place of God in the Spirit. 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verses 51 through 54 Behold, I tell you a mystery. We shall not all sleep or die, but we shall all be changed. Permanent sukkahs In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet... For the trumpet will sound, and the dead will be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. For this corruptible must put on incorruption, and this mortal must put on immortality. So when this corruptible has put on incorruption, and this mortal has put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, Death is swallowed up in victory we become eternal dwellings for God. This body will be made of two cities, Zion as the head, New Jerusalem, the rest of the body. Isaiah chapter 33 verse 20 Look upon Zion, government of God, the city of our appointed feasts. Your eyes will see Jerusalem, the body, a quiet home, a tabernacle that will not be taken down. Not one of its stakes will ever be removed, nor will any of its cords be broken. Eternal Cities Yeshua is of the tribe of Judah, the line of David, so the head of this body is also known as David's tabernacle. From this house, or through Zion, the king will restore, renew, ESTABLISH HIS KINGDOM, AND LEAD AND GUIDE HIS PEOPLE. ACTS CHAPTER 15, VERSES 16 THROUGH 18 AFTER THIS I, YESHUA, JESUS, WILL RETURN, AND WILL REBUILD THE TABERNACLE OF DAVID, WHICH HAS FALLEN DOWN. I WILL REBUILD ITS RUINS, AND I WILL SET IT UP, SO THAT THE REST OF MANKIND MAY SEEK THE LORD. Even all the Gentiles who are called by my name, says the Lord, who does all these things. Known to God from eternity are all his works. These things are all a part of God's plan for the restoration of man, already finished, already accomplished before God rested. Now we must enter that rest. In Isaiah chapter 61 verses 3 and 4, to console those who mourn in Zion, to give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they may be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. This is work assigned to the body of Christ. And they shall rebuild the old ruins, they shall raise up the former desolations, and they shall repair the ruined cities, the desolations of many generations. All the ruin Adam's descendants brought on the earth. What a blessed and glorious age we are embarking on. Revelation chapter 21, verses 3 and 4, speaks of this era. And I heard a loud voice from heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, And he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people. God himself will be with them, and be their God. And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There shall be no more death, nor sorrow, nor crying. There shall be no more pain, for the former things have passed away. But before these wonderful promises can come about, there must be major changes, Those that have chosen to know truth, been born again and entered His covenant, and experienced John chapter 6, verse 53, through God's end-time knowledge, will tabernacle safely with God. Those that refuse to change, although exposed to His truth, those that have no interest in God's knowledge, will not be chosen. Those that are happy and busy with life as it is, those that have reprobate minds, cruel and self-centered hearts, the lawless must be removed, for there is to be no death, sorrow, or pain. At this very moment, man is coming against man, killing one another, even contemplating worldwide murder with nuclear weapons that would destroy not only man, but much of creation. It surely would have been better if mankind would have paid attention to God's feasts, found in Leviticus chapter 23, that they all incidentally were invited to. But, whether they paid attention to the feasts or not, there is a Last Supper, a feast for all that did not accept the former invitations, that they will most certainly attend. Let us read from Revelation chapter 19, verses 11 through 21 explaining the fate of those that remain a part of this world refuse god's knowledge and lawlessly continue on the path outlined by satan revelation chapter 19 verses 11 through 21 now i saw heaven opened and behold a white horse white horse denotes victory and he who sat on him was called "'followed him on white horses. "'Now out of his mouth goes a sharp sword, "'that with it he should strike the nations, "'and he himself will rule them with a rod of iron. "'He himself treads the winepress "'of the fierceness and wrath of Almighty God. "'He has on his robe and on his thigh a name written, "'King of kings and Lord of lords.' "'Then I saw an angel standing in the sun,' And he cried with a loud voice, saying to all the birds that fly in the midst of heaven, Come, and gather together for the supper of the great God, that you may eat the flesh of kings, the flesh of captains, the flesh of mighty men, the flesh of horses, and of those who sit on them, and the flesh of all people, free and slave, both small and great. Those that refused God's restorative feasts... AND I SAW THE BEAST, HERE IS WHAT THE BEAST IS, THE KINGS OF THE EARTH AND THEIR ARMIES GATHERED TOGETHER TO MAKE WAR AGAINST HIM, JESUS, WHO SAT ON THE HORSE AND AGAINST HIS ARMY. THEN THE BEAST WAS CAPTURED, AND WITH HIM THE FALSE PROPHET, CHURCH, GOVERNMENT THAT SUPPORTS THE BEAST, WHO WORKED SIGNS IN HIS PRESENCE, BY WHICH HE DECEIVED THOSE WHO RECEIVED THE MARK OF THE BEAST. AND THOSE WHO WORSHIPPED HIS IMAGE. THESE TWO WERE CAST ALIVE INTO THE LAKE OF FIRE, BURNING WITH BRIMSTONE. AND THE REST WERE KILLED WITH THE SWORD, WHICH PROCEEDED FROM THE MOUTH OF HIM WHO SAT ON THE HORSE. THESE ARE THOSE WHO DID NOT LOVE THE TRUTH, AND SO BELIEVED THE LIE. NO NEED TO CHANGE. YOU WILL NOT DIE. AND ALL THE BIRDS WERE FILLED WITH THEIR FLESH. Through all this devastation, the house of David, God's government, his fivefold ministry offices across the earth that walk and teach his knowledge, will stand strong and firm as Zion. New Jerusalem, the Lord's people that happily feasted on his truth, on the word, will be at peace and not be touched. These are the oil, the anointed, the head of the body of Christ and the wine, the master's vineyard, his beloved bride, the church glorious, triumphant. All of heaven will rejoice as the old church that corrupted the earth and misled God's people through her false doctrines and lies is destroyed. Babylon, the great harlot, Leviathan, the bride of Satan, whatever you choose to call her, will be no more. Revelation, chapter 18, verses 1 through 10, and verse 21. After these things I saw another angel coming down from heaven, having great authority, and the earth was illuminated. They began to understand, with his glory. And he cried mightily with a loud voice, saying, Babylon the great is fallen, fallen, and has become a dwelling place of demons. A PRISON FOR EVERY FOUL SPIRIT, AND A CAGE FOR EVERY UNCLEAN AND HATED BIRD. FOR ALL THE NATIONS HAVE DRUNK OF THE WINE OF THE WRATH OF HER FORNICATION. THE KINGS OF THE EARTH HAVE COMMITTED FORNICATION WITH HER. AND THE MERCHANTS OF THE EARTH HAVE BECOME RICH THROUGH THE ABUNDANCE OF HER LUXURY. AND I HEARD ANOTHER VOICE FROM HEAVEN SAYING, COME OUT OF HER, MY PEOPLE, LEST YOU SHARE IN HER SINS, and lest you receive of her plagues. For her sins have reached to heaven, and God has remembered her iniquities. These are the world's churches, all mystery religions, and secret societies. Render to her just as she rendered to you, and repay her double according to her works, in the cup which she has mixed. Mix double for her, In the measure that she glorified herself and lived luxuriously, in the same measure, give her torment and sorrow. For she says in her heart, I sit as queen, the bride of Satan, and am no widow, and will not see sorrow. She thinks Satan has all power. Therefore, her plagues will come in one day, death and mourning and famine and she will be utterly burned with fire, for strong is the Lord God who judges her. The kings of the earth, who committed fornication and lived luxuriously with her, will weep and lament for her when they see the smoke of her burning, standing at a distance for fear of her torment, saying, Alas, alas, that great city Babylon, that mighty city, the opposite of New Jerusalem, For in one hour your judgment has come. Then a mighty angel took up a stone like a great millstone and threw it into the sea, saying, Thus with violence the great city Babylon shall be thrown down and shall not be found any more. As she is meeting her demise, the bride of Christ rejoices. Well, let us read from the beginning of Revelation chapter 19 to get a mental picture of what is being said. Revelation, chapter 19, verses 1 through 9. After these things I heard a loud voice of a great multitude in heaven, saying, Alleluia! Salvation and glory and honor and power belong to the Lord our God. For true and righteous are his judgments, because he has judged the great harlot, who corrupted the earth with her fornication, and he has avenged on her the blood of his servants shed by her. Again they said, Hallelujah! Her smoke rises up forever and ever. And the twenty-four elders and the four living creatures fell down and worshipped God, who sat on the throne saying, Amen! Alleluia! Then a voice came from the throne saying, Praise our God! All you his servants and those who fear him, both great and small. And I heard, as it were, the voice of a great multitude, as the sound of many waters, people from all nations and all tongues. And as the sound of mighty thunderings, praising, praying, teaching truth across the earth, saying, Alleluia! For the Lord God omnipotent reigns. Let us be glad and rejoice, and give him glory, for the marriage of the Lamb has come, and his wife has made herself ready, the repentant, humble ones that change. And to her it was granted to be arrayed in fine linen, clean and bright, for the fine linen is the righteous acts of the saints. Then he said to me, Write, blessed are those who are called to the marriage supper of the Lamb, And he said to me, These are the true sayings of God. Again, what a wonderful time to be on earth! Great changes are about to take place for the born again seed of Abraham, children of the new cycle who were harvested at Rosh Hashanah, atoned for, and jubileed, set free at the Feast of Atonement. These are the children of the promise that inherit God's blessings the benefactors of His plan for the restoration of mankind, His bride. Revelation, chapter 21, verses 5 through 10 says, Then He who sat on the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. He has started with the new species of man. And He said to me, Write, for these words are true and faithful. And He said to me, It is done. His plan is perfectly calculated, finished. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. He knows the end from the beginning. I will give the fountain of the water of life freely to him who thirsts, his knowledge to replace what Eve chose for her descendants. He who overcomes shall inherit all things, and I will be his God, and he shall be my son. But the cowardly, unbelieving, abominable, murderers, sexually immoral, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars, shall have their part in the lake which burns with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Then one of the seven angels, who had the seven bowls, filled with the seven last plagues, came to me and talked with me, saying, "'Come, I will show you the bride.' the Lamb's wife. He carried me away in the Spirit to a great and high mountain, spiritual Mount Zion on earth, and showed me the great city, the holy Jerusalem, the spiritual city, descending out of heaven from God. He is the builder and maker of this city, not Satan. When do these events take place? When is the final Feast of Tabernacles to be served? when the bride is prepared, when the Lord's people are marked and sealed, when it is time according to God's plan or restoration. They may be in progress right now for all we know. Revelation, chapter 16, verse 15. Behold, I am coming as a thief. Blessed is he who watches and keeps his garments, white robes, lest he walk naked, uncovered by the blood of the Lamb, and they see His shame. The time may be very close for Revelation chapter 22, verse 11 and 12 to be fulfilled. Revelation chapter 22, verses 11 and 12. He who is unjust, let him be unjust still. He who is filthy, let him be filthy still. He who is righteous, let him be righteous still. He who is holy, let him be holy still. And behold, I am coming quickly, and my reward is with me, to give to everyone according to his work. We must be found manifesting his works, resting in his plan. There are three feasts that in the end will be served only to the chosen. Tabernacles, shemini And Simchat Torah, in fulfillment of God's prophecy in Malachi, chapter 3, verses 17 and 18, and chapter 4, verses 1 through 3. Malachi, chapter 3, verses 17 and 18. They shall be mine, says the Lord of hosts. On the day that I make them my jewels, I will spare them as a man spares his own son, who serves him. Then you shall again discern between the righteous and the wicked, between one who serves God and one who does not serve Him. Malachi chapter 4 verses 1 through 3 goes on to explain, For behold, the day is coming, burning like an oven, and all the proud, yes, all who do wickedly will be stubble, and the day which is coming shall burn them up, says the Lord of hosts, that will leave them neither root nor branch. But to you who fear my name, the Son of Righteousness shall arise with healing in his wings. The glorious promises begin, and you shall go out and grow fat like stall-fed calves. You shall trample the wicked, but they shall be ashes under the soles of your feet. On the day that I do this, says the Lord of hosts, Until these things take place, or manifest, let us with happy hearts close with the final invitation made by the Lord Himself in Revelation, chapter 22, verse 17. And the Spirit and the Bride say, Come, and let him who hears say, Come, and let him who thirsts, Come, whoever desires, let him take the water of life freely. Come prepare to the Feast of Tabernacles.